and certainly uh, I've always tried to put it this way um, what it is to be seen and uh, I've got a desire in my heart this morning I, I realize you might say well preacher you preached the loss last week and and that may be true I, I just want to follow God's lead this morning and and if I preach the lost every Sunday, uh, that'll be fine too. Uh, I just want to follow what the Lord puts on my heart. And, but certainly, uh, I believe this morning that salvation is uh, peace with God. I believe that's the way that the Apostle Paul worded it there in uh, Romans and 5 and 1. He said, therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And certainly, that's what I believe salvation. When you boil it all down, that's what it is. And um, we want to try to uh, look at a portion of God's Word this morning, but we might ask you if there's anything on your heart before we try to change the order of the service. Anything? If not, uh, I do have an interest and a desire in your prayers uh, that the Lord might help us and that He might free our thoughts and our minds this morning. And... Uh, I had a thought earlier this week, and sometimes it's, uh, and, and those of you that are preachers might can relate, sometimes the thoughts that God gives us is, uh, there's no doubt. I mean, uh, sometimes you know that it's just you've got to go preach it. And then sometimes it's a little different for me, sometimes I have to search around a little bit more. Uh, but uh, certainly uh, this week it seems like I've, I've had a thought and, and, uh, and the Lord gave us a thought last week. But we want to try to, try to look at a portion of God's word. And, and really last night as the storm began to roll through and we was thinking about uh, the storm that hit last year. And as we were uh, in our house last night, I know several made a statement uh, not long after the storm had rolled through and the church had called us to come this way, they, they said, well, you know, uh, I didn't really even know there was a storm. I just went on to bed that night, you know. And uh, thankful for the security that God has placed in our heart. And, uh, but last night I was sitting there and uh, had turned on the news for just a moment and our phone started to go off. It started to get alerts that the storm was coming through tornado warnings, and, and my children, uh, Braxton, he was sick, he was upstairs, but both of our little boys was downstairs, and both of them began to run around the house, uh, kind of frantic, you know. Uh, and Brylin, which he's only two and a half, but he was saying, Daddy, I'm scared, I'm scared, you know. And uh, I told him, I said, son, you know, uh, it'll be okay. And we, we kindly discussed some of those things, and me and Jessica uh, somewhat have, a you know, in our mind where we would go. And, but I want to say this, uh, that we can take all the precaution that we need to to try to protect ourselves and our family. But if God sees fit that it's our time to go, there's nothing that we can really do. Uh, that's all left up to the Almighty God and what He decides. Uh, but we tried to explain to you last night and, or, or last week a little bit about we all have a time and a, and a place. And certainly uh, when God says that your time to end, then it is your time to end. But I want to swap gears just a little bit this week. And uh, the world today seems like uh, 
Brother Mike made mention, and I'm thankful to this, and if you've not had the opportunity to listen uh, on Tuesday nights for the last uh, several weeks, uh, they've been teaching on, some of, uh, some of our preaching brethren have been teaching on Baptist history. And it has been very good, uh, very instructive. I've enjoyed it very much. And, and uh, Brother Mike said earlier, he said, I, I'm not too proud to say that I'm thankful to be a Baptist. And I'm certainly thankful too, and, and thankful for Brother Barry and all of our teachers. But he, uh, to me, Tuesday night as I was sitting there thinking about, I, I guess I really did not realize how instrumental that the Baptists were in this great nation that we call America. Um, and I'm thankful for that. I, I'm thankful that uh, uh, Baptist history is rich to me. And I'm certainly thankful this morning to be an old-time Baptist. Um, but as I was thinking about some of these things today, uh, it seems to me that we live in a day and time where a lot of people tend to take security in baptism. And Brother Mike done a good job this morning in Sunday school uh, discussing uh, what baptism is. Uh, and to put it to you this way, I, I tend to believe that it's an outward showing of an inward grace of what the Lord Jesus has already done for you. And certainly this morning I want to try to look here at the 10th chapter of Acts. Uh, the Lord being our help, I want to look at the 10th chapter of Acts this morning, and uh, do pray for me. I, I've tried to get settled on some of this, and and uh, I really uh, wanted to try to go a different way, but the Lord's laid this on my heart, so I, I need to try to preach on these things. Uh, we find here in the first chapter of, uh, and this is quite lengthy, because really to get the whole story, we need to go into the 11th chapter of Acts as well. But we find a man by the name of Cornelius. And Cornelius was a, uh, uh, was a devout man. The Bible says that he was an upright man, uh, that he prayed and, and, and gave alms. And uh, we know that the Lord uh, had spoken out uh, to him, uh, and uh, I believe the Spirit reached out to him, but we've seen there that an angel appeared unto him and told him that um, he was to send men down to Joppa as he was uh, there in Caesarea, which I believe was some 30 or 40 miles, maybe a distance between the two. And uh, he was a centurion there for the Roman army. And he uh, sent men out that they might go to Joppa, that they might inquire and get a man by the name of Simon Peter. Now, as I was thinking about these things, and certainly this morning, uh, I want you to know and understand as we tried to, to talk a little bit last Sunday, about, I believe, that you need to have a desire this morning in your heart to truly be saved. Uh, you've got to have a desire this morning to know the truth. If you remember, there was a Pontius Pilate there that asked the Lord Jesus, he said, what is truth? And this morning, uh, the Lord Jesus is the truth. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And this morning, I want to encourage you that if you're standing on anything else other than the Lord Jesus Christ, my friend, it will crumble. Uh, my friend, it will perish. But if you're standing upon the Lord Jesus this morning and your assurance is in Him and Him alone, my friend, that will stand. That'll stand the test of time. But here we find a man by the name of Cornelius and 
and I've heard uh, differences of opinion on this, and, and I told you last Sunday I have to preach my conviction, but uh, certainly uh, I believe even though Cornelius was a good man, and I believe he was an upright man, I believe that um, uh, he done all of those things. I, I certainly believe that he sought out the opportunity to have counsel with God, uh, but my friend, I want you to know that being a good person and trying to live an upright life, my friend, will not get you to heaven. Uh, there are a lot of people in the world today that have the, uh, 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 the mind concept, I guess it is, of uh, uh, I can live a good moral life, I can, I can uh, do a lot of things, I can uh, labor, I can do all of these things that I might uh, uh, obtain eternal life and, and have a hopeful of going to heaven one day after a while. Uh, but my friend, I want you to understand that there is no work that can be done that you might achieve eternal life. You can go out and try to do everything in the world uh, uh, for the Lord Jesus Christ, but if you've never known Him, if you've never met Him, my friend, that won't get you there. The Lord Jesus said in the 17th chapter of John, He said, for this is eternal life that you might know me. That's what He said eternal life is. It's not upon the works of your flesh, the things that you do for Him, but my friend, it's that you know Him within the depths of your heart. That's what eternal life is. Now this man, Cornelius, uh, I believe was a good man. Uh, but I certainly believe that he had a desire in his heart to know the truth. I believe he had a desire, and this morning I want you to know that if you're ever going to be saved by the Lord Jesus, you've got to have a desire to want to be saved. When you feel the convicting and drawing power of God, for that's what the Lord Jesus said there in the 6th chapter of John, he said, no man. He said, No man cometh unto me uh, unless the Father that sent me draweth him. And my friend, I believe that this morning, that the Spirit of God, that the one that convicts you, is able to draw you. He lets you know that you're lost and He draws you. And I, I, I don't know how else to put it to you this morning, but when the Word of God is being preached or people are testifying and singing about the Lord Jesus and the things that God has done for them, uh, my friend, there's something that's going on in the inside of the heart here. Uh, my friend, I believe that's the way God works. Uh, it's through the heart. And my friend, He begins to draw you and He lets you know that something is not right. So here it is, Cornelius. Now, the Lord told Cornelius what he must do. And certainly I believe the Spirit of God will let you know what you need to do. You need to seek the Lord. You need to repent and seek God. I want to look here as Cornelius, and this might be some uh, lengthy reading this morning. I'm going to skip around just a little bit. And the 22nd verse of this 10th chapter the 22nd verse of this 10th chapter. And it says, They said unto Cornelius the centurion, A just man, and one that feareth God, of a good report among all the nation of the Jews, was warned from God by an holy angel to sin, uh, to sin for thee and to his house, and to hear the words of thee. Now, 
the Lord, I believe here, had already been working on Peter. He had already, I certainly don't believe that just the 10th and 11th chapter of the book of Acts is a reflection uh, towards uh, uh, Cornelius, but I believe that God was also preparing Peter's heart. And I believe that he was preparing the church's heart. I believe he was trying to, to point them and direct them in the way that uh, God could use them. But here it is, he's seen a vision of these four-footed, four-feet, four-footed beasts. And it says uh, uh, here in the 12th verse of this same chapter, he said, uh, Wherein were all manner of four-footed beasts of the earth and wild beasts and creeping things and fowls of the air. And there came a voice unto him and said, Rise, Peter, kill and eat. But Peter said, Not so, Lord, for I have never eaten anything that is common or unclean. And the voice spake unto him again the second time, What God has cleansed, that called excuse me, that call not thou common. So the Lord uh, here, I believe, not only was showing him uh, through this that uh, those four-footed beasts was a representation of the, the Gentiles. And he was using that to show uh, Peter uh, uh, there that it was, uh, and he'll go through this chapter and he talks about how that it was unlawful for those Jews to even be in the homes of those Gentiles. But my friend, I want you to know that God opened a great door. And my friend, when the Lord Jesus Christ was uh, uh, there and he was on the cross and he, uh, uh, before he gave up the ghost, it says there that he said it is finished. And my friend, that veil that was there in the temple was rent in twain. It was torn in two. And my friend, God opened a great door there. Uh, my friend, therefore we had access unto the Father which is in heaven. And my friend, here it is. I want you to know that he uh, commissioned his church. And if you'll remember, as the Lord Jesus there in the second chapter, as he was, uh, the, but right before the day of Pentecost, as he was ascending up into heaven, uh, that angel spoke there unto those men of Galilee. And he said, you men of Galilee, why do you stand here, ye gazing? He said, for uh, he'll return in the like manner. And uh, my friend, I believe he was reflecting towards them to focus upon the work that is ahead. And uh, certainly we know that there was a great day there on the day of Pentecost uh, where thousands of souls were saved. But once again here on this 10th chapter, it says here there that uh, in the 34th verse, I want to take for most of our reading here, it says, Then Peter opened his mouth and said, Of a truth I perceive that God is no respecter of persons, but in every nation he that feareth him and worketh righteousness is accepted with him. The word which God sent unto the children of Israel, preaching peace by Jesus Christ, he is Lord of all. That word, I say, ye know, which was published throughout all of Judea and began from Galilee after the baptism of John was preached, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, how that, excuse me, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. And we are witnesses of all things which he did both in the land of Jews and Jerusalem, who they slew and hanged on a tree. Him God raised up on the third day and, sh and shewed him openly, not only to all people, uh, not to all people, but unto witnesses chosen before God, even to us who did eat and drink with him after he rose again from the dead. 
and he commanded us to preach unto the people and to testify that we, that is excuse me that it is he which was ordained of God to be the judge to be the judge of the quick and the dead and to him give all the prophets witness that through his name whosoever believeth in him shall receive remission of sins. And while Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell on them which heard the word, and they, were, uh, and they of the circumcision which believed were astonished, as many came as with Peter, because that on the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. And I want to read just a little for, for, the, uh, for they heard them speaking with tongues and magnified God. Then answered Peter, Can any man forbid water that these should not be baptized, which received the Holy Ghost as well as we? And I want to stop there uh, with the mistakes that we've made reading just for a few moments here. Uh, but you'll find here that uh, as Peter was preaching, uh, you'll have to look at what Peter preached to them. And I believe uh, Peter preached to them the Lord Jesus Christ, him crucified and resurrected. Uh, my friend, that was the message that he brought there to Cornelius. And if you'll look uh, throughout the New Testament Bible, if you'll read about those apostles, uh, even the apostle Paul, who was an apostle that was born out of due time. That's what the scripture says. Uh, for I believe that he was saved on the road of Damascus and the Lord uh, there told him that he would be a chosen vessel and that he would go unto the Gentiles. Uh, but here it is uh, uh, that Peter and all of these apostles, if you'll look at the message that they preached, they preached Jesus Christ and him crucified and resurrected. Uh, my friend, that's what they preached to them. But uh, here it is, Peter said that uh, after he had risen again, he said, uh, there were many that did not see. But he said, I can testify of these things that I do tell you. He said, because I am a witness of them. And my friend, I certainly, uh, as we look at the, what the Apostle Peter says, even through uh, the epistles that he wrote, uh, that he was a witness. Uh, but I thank God when I read the Scriptures, how they harmonize with one another, that the Apostle John also there in the 20th chapter he tells them, he said, I can testify of the things that I tell you because I witnessed them. I seen them with my own eyes. He said, I tell you of a truth. And my friend, today, I'm thankful for the Word of God. And here it is. As uh, 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 And let me say this this morning. Uh, how the Word of God, I believe, when it's preached and and my friend, the church will get behind it and they're, pray and they're praying. And the preacher is preaching the word that God's laid on his heart. And how that spirit, my friend, will get behind the word. And I certainly believe that, uh, my friend, that word becomes alive. I believe the spirit of God uh, 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 makes that word come alive in the hearts of mankind. I believe that. Without the spirit, we can do nothing. But the Spirit of God quickens that word and it becomes alive. Here it is. As he's preaching to Cornelius and his household, I, I believe that Cornelius had a desire that his household be saved too. It said they feared God. There's a lot of people in the world today that uh, might have a fear. And my friend, I, I told you last Sunday, 
uh, even as God's people and those that are lost, we need to realize who it is uh, that we're dealing with. He is the creator of all things. He spoke it into existence. He said, let there be light and there was light. He formed man from the dust of the earth. He reached down with his hands. He formed man from the dust of the earth and he breathed into his nostrils and he became a living soul. He made man. I sometimes think that we forget who it is that uh, we're dealing with. He is the creator of all things. He's from everlasting to everlasting. The King of kings, the Lord of lords. But as he was preaching here to Cornelius and his house, he has no mention of Cornelius. You need to be taken down and baptized. He doesn't mention that anywhere in the Scripture. But what he does tell him is this. He said to him, Give all the prophets witness that through his name whosoever believeth in him shall, uh, shall receive remission of sin. He doesn't tell him that uh, uh, whoever's baptized, uh, uh, that they'll be saved. But he tells them that whoever believeth in his name shall receive remission from sins. He shall, in other words, receive forgiveness for sins. There is a, a day and time that we're living in that the world uh, wants to believe that uh, uh, that baptism washes away sin. And my friend, the New Testament Bible teaches against that. He says, whoever believeth in his name. And I'm not talking about just a, a mere, uh, I believe that there's a God in heaven, but I'm talking about from the very depths of your soul, the very depths of your being that you believe in all of your heart. That there was, a, a, my friend, it says in the, in the determinate council, that my friend, that uh, I'm going to mess that up. I want to read that. You'll pray for me. Uh, it said, Him being delivered by the determinate council and the foreknowledge of God, you have taken. And by wicked hands have crucified him. I certainly believe in all of my heart in the determinate counsel of God uh, that my friend, that Jesus Christ was, uh, uh, that he was chosen that he might come and lay down his life for all of mankind. Certainly he is uh, the lamb that was slain before the foundation of the world. But we live in a day and time that people have this mental knowledge of well, I believe that God is, is this, and I believe this. And, uh, when I was just a little boy, I had a knowledge of a creator. I believed I'd heard the name the Lord Jesus most of my young life. But my friend, until it became real in my heart, and God revealed it to me, my friend, he opened my eyes, and he opened my heart, and and my friend, I certainly, in all of my heart, the world today has a hard time preaching. Uh, my friend, about a virgin uh, that gave birth, that was conceived of the Holy Ghost. And my friend, if you leave that part out, you've left it all out. 
She was a virgin that was overshadowed by the Holy Ghost. Why? Because he could not have the nature of us. He was without sin. He was spotless. My friend, you leave that out, you've left it all out. But he preached to them Jesus. The Son of the living God. He preached to them the resurrection. How that he came out of that tomb on the third day. And here it is, I certainly believe that God revealed it to them. It says that yet while Peter, Peter spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell on them which heard the word. Now my friend, this morning, uh, when they heard what uh, the Apostle Peter was preaching, the Holy Ghost fell on them. The Spirit of God fell upon them. My friend, that's what we need is the Holy Spirit of God. We need the Holy Spirit of God to convict our lost. We need the Holy Spirit of God to fall on the hearers this morning that they might realize their lost and separated condition from God that in any moment, I was thinking about that storm last night when it rolled through. I was thinking years ago, back in 08, there was a tornado that come through Macon County. And I can remember uh, thinking, uh, y'all might think this is foolish, but I can remember there's a, a gas plant uh, over on the edge of Hartsville. And I can remember as I looked out my front door and I seen them flames that was rolling up out of Hartsville. I, I thought, Lord, is this the end? Some of y'all might think that's foolish, but that was my fault. And I thought, Lord, is this the end? But I want you to know that if it had been the end, my friend, I'm thankful that I had a better place to go. I remember there being a young girl that was, uh, I, I can, we grew up together and she was lost. And uh, her testimony is really something. But had that tornado come right through where she lived at and she said she was lost as she could be, and believe it or not, she was up in the air. And she was praying out, God save me. And you know what the Lord done? He reached down right there in the midst of a tornado. And he saved her soul. And she lived to tell about it. She didn't have time. To go get baptized. She didn't have time to go get sprinkled somewhere. Uh, certainly uh, that's not what the Lord Jesus told Nicodemus. He said you must be born again. The thief that was on the cross there beside the Lord Jesus. Certainly he did not have the time nor the privilege to go get baptized. But what was it that he done? I believe he called out from the very depths of his heart. He said, Lord, remember me when thou enterest into thy, thy kingdom. And the Lord Jesus said, for today thou shalt be with me in paradise. Today you'll be with me in heaven. Here it is. You ask me today, what must you do? To be saved. For you're saved by grace through faith. Believe upon the Lord Jesus. 
Go to him with your whole heart this morning. Cry out to him with everything that you've got. Believe on him and trust in him completely with everything. Then, it says here, the apostle Peter said, Can any man forbid water that they should not be baptized, which have received the Holy Ghost as well as we? He talking about those six men that come down with Joppa from him. He looked at them and he said, Can any man forbid them water? may not be baptized. And listen, today is old time Baptist. That's still a doctrine that we believe in. That's still a doctrine that we practice. Uh, when we are looking to uh, receive a member, uh, one that's been saved, been born again upon experience, then we'll take them and baptize them uh, fully, fully immersed in water. Uh, but they must bring forth fruit, meat for repentance. Uh, what does that mean? Fruit, meat for repentance. An experience of something that's happened to you. Tell us about what happened to you. What, what did God do for you? I'm not talking about merely repeating a prayer this morning. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the prayer coming from within here. Lord God, without you, I, I, I don't know what you'll have to pray. I don't know what you'll have to say. That thief on the cross, I've got evidence that all he said is, Lord, remember me. If uh, David said over there in 116th Pacific, the vision of Psalms, he said, I beseech thee, Lord, deliver my soul. I don't know what your prayer is this morning. But you've got to cry out from the depths of your heart. Peter put it this way in this 11th chapter. He said, And the apostles and the brethren which were in Judea heard the Gentiles had also received the word of God. And it said, When they were come to, up to Jerusalem, that they were of the circumcision contended with him, saying, Thou wentest unto the men uncircumcised, and did eat us with them. But Peter rehearsed the matter from the beginning, and expounded on it by order unto them, saying, I was in the city of Joppa praying, and in a trance I saw a vision. A certain vessel descended, that had been a great sheet let down from heaven by the four corners, and it came even to me, upon which, when I had fasted my, fastened my eyes, I considered and saw four-footed beasts of the earth and wild beasts and creeping things and fowls of the air. And I heard a voice saying unto me, Arise, Peter, slay and eat. And I said, Not so, Lord, for nothing common or unclean at any time entered my mouth. But the voice answered me again from heaven, What God hath cleansed thou call not common. And this was done three times, and all were drawn up again into heaven. And behold, immediately... There are three men already coming to the house where I was and sent from Caesarea unto me. And the Spirit bade me go with them, nothing doubting. Moreover, these six brethren accompanied me, and we entered into the man's house. But he shewed us how he had seen an angel in his house, uh, which stood and said unto him, Send men unto Joppa, and call for Simon, whose surname is Peter, who shall tell thee words whereby thou and all of thine house shall be saved. And, I, and as I began to speak, the Holy Ghost fell on them as on us at the beginning. 
Then remembered I the words of the Lord and, and how that he said, John indeed baptized with water, but I shall, uh, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost. And I want to stop there uh, with the mistakes that we've made reading, and we could go on a little further, but uh, no doubt I believe the Lord was speaking here to Cornelius' heart, and he told him, he said, Who shall tell thee words whereby thou and all of thine house shall be saved? And my friend, I believe this morning, all of my heart, if you're ever going to be saved, you have to have a desire to want to be saved. I believe God will open a door. I believe he'll make a way, some way, somehow, if you desire to know the truth. And what the truth is, not something merely that, uh, listen, there may be some here today, and, and I don't mean to hurt anybody's feelings, but there may be some here today that, are resting upon baptism. There may be some today that may be resting upon uh, being sprinkled as an infant. I, I don't know this morning, but what I'm trying to tell you this morning is rest upon what you know to be the truth that God gives you. My friend, that it must come by the Lord Jesus. If you've never felt Him in here, my friend, I'd be searching my heart. What was it there that the Apostle Paul was trying to preach and teach there in the Roman letter? Uh, I want to say this, and I'll try to close, and I feel like I, I made a mess this morning, but I want to say this, and I'll try to close over here. Apostle Paul was speaking here in the Roman letter in the second chapter, and he's talking about uh, circumcision and uncircumcision, but he says it this way uh, here in the second chapter. Uh, in the 27th verse, and it says, And shall not uncircumcision, which is by nature, if it fulfill the law, judge thee, who by the letter and circumcision doest uh, transgress the law? For he is not a Jew, which is uh, one outwardly, neither is that circumcision, which is outward in the flesh. But he is a Jew, which is one inwardly. And circumcision is that of the heart and in the spirit. And not in the letter whose praise is not unto men, but unto God. And I want to stop there for just a moment this morning. And, and I want to say this. Uh, and I was thinking about what it is this morning to... Uh, I, I'm thankful that uh, if you look over in the 11th chapter, the Apostle Paul tells them, he says, not be so high-minded. And he's talking about being grafted in as being a wild olive branch and He's talking about being grafted in, and, and this morning I, I'm thankful that, uh, that God made a way that, uh, that somebody like me could hear the gospel. I'm thankful that even though as I look over there, uh, there was a woman that, that came, she was a Canaan woman, and she came to the Lord, and, and, and she was talking about there how that her, her daughter was, was uh, uh, vexed with the devil, I believe it says that there in the 15th chapter of Matthew, but uh, and she cried out to him, and and the Bible says that uh, he heard her. Not, he answered her not a word, is what the Bible says. And and uh, uh, she began to cry out even louder. And uh, finally, the Lord spoke up there, and He said uh, that I'm not sent but unto the lost house of the sheep of Israel. And uh, she come out with it, and finally she said uh, she cried out to him again, and. He said, well, it's not meat to cast uh, the children's bread to dogs. And she said, yea, Lord. She said, but the dogs eat from the crumbs that falls from the master's table. And this morning, 
I'm thankful, though I am very, very small, that God made a way for me to hear about Jesus. That though I wasn't born into the Jewish family, that he's done an operation in here, Brother Mike, and I've been circumcised to the heart, right in here, and of the Spirit. And my friend, though I may not look like a Jew on the outside, inwardly, my friend, I'm one of his. I'm one of his. Listen this morning. You have an opportunity today to be saved, to be born again, to know and truly experience the love of God. Not just have a knowledge of God. Not just hear about him and his love for mankind that he made a way, but that you can truly experience the love of God in your heart. What it is to know him. This morning, I beg you that you might come. Do you have a desire this morning to be saved? I can't save you. I can pray with you. And I'd love to pray with you this morning. But you've got to want to be saved more than me. This morning, if you, if the Lord's dealing with you, won't you come? Listen, I'm not going to drag you up here and all of that, but you've got to want to be saved. This morning, as we might have a verse of song, if the Lord's dealing with you, won't you seek God while he may be found? Go ahead.